Welcome to the Talking Game Podcast. I'm your host, Carter Stedman. Hello today, my name is Carter Stedman, and we will be doing an interview with Boston Williams on the life of a student-athlete who wants to be able to play at the college level and take their game and their life to the next step. So, Boston, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? All right, my name is Boston Williams. I'm a junior at Roseburg High School, and I play basketball. Nice, nice. Um, so, first, we're going to start it off uh, with work ethic. I think that's one of the first things you have to talk about as an athlete. Um, what kind of dedication does it take as an athlete? What kind of sacrifices? Obviously, you have a lot to balance between school, your personal life, hanging out with friends. Um, you have a lot on your plate, especially with the responsibility of sports and uh, things like that. So how are you able to, you know, do what it takes and what sacrifices do you have to make as well? Okay, I think as far as the work ethic goes, you know, um, it's it's not about just showing up to practice every day because that's what everyone does. And if you're if you're going, if you're trying to go farther than the majority of people, you need to put in more time than them. So. It goes farther than just showing up to practice. You got to put your put work in on your own time. You know, come in the mornings, stay after practice, um, and and that definitely causes you to make a lot of sacrifices. Uh, sometimes you'll wake up like oh, I don't want to do this, man, but you just got to push through it. Sacrifice that that feeling of being comfortable. Make yourself uncomfortable. And uh, that's that's kind of how you put yourself above others. Yeah, I would agree with that. And obviously, um, I'm a student athlete myself, and it's really not easy. Um, and people think, you know, oh, well, you just just don't hang out that day with your friends or whatnot. Or, but some people are the opposite, where they're like, oh, well, just go hang out with your friends or just do that. It's just one time, like one workout's not going to kill you. But a lot of times it's that kind of a domino effect, whereas if you miss a workout on a Monday – and that might lead you to missing out on a Tuesday and a Wednesday, and then it kind of just stacks up. And then eventually you just have a bad habit of being lazy and skipping the important stuff that would separate you from others, like you said. Right. If you allow yourself to be lazy one time, there's definitely going to be other times where you're going to be lazy as well. you got to stay on track. Right. So the next thing, and this kind of goes on with work ethic, is preparation. So um, in high school, you know, you play games on the weekdays. So a lot of times, you know, you might have a long day at school. You might have a couple tests in a math class or, you know, have to write an essay in English. So um, how are you able to get yourself ready for a game and block out the distractions um, that may have been occurring all week, all month long? And you're able, how are you able to um, kind of just not worry about that and just focus on the game? So, I mean, when you have a game on a school day, you kind of have no other option but to focus on school when you're in school. Uh, you kind of got to do that. You can't really think too much about the game. Obviously, it's going to be on your mind, but you still got to focus on school. But for me, after school, on a game day, I, I, I'm not thinking about my friends. I'm not thinking about going home and relaxing. Um, I'm thinking about what I'm what I need to do to be ready for this game what I need to do during the game and you just kind of kind of got to focus on yourself and mentally prepare yourself uh, yeah gotcha all right uh yeah I would say that makes sense I mean um 
you have to be able to shift uh, your focus and just in terms of what you're doing. Like you said, I mean, you can't really perform you know, out there on the court if you're not able to perform in the classroom and achieve good grades. So you have to be able to have a strong enough mental, uh, you know, mental toughness to be able to switch from, all right, like let's solve for X to, all right, well, now we have to go win a basketball game or take a bus down North Medford. There's a lot of distractions and it does take a lot. It's not as easy as it may be. Yeah. It may uh, seem to. Uh, when, when you're playing a sport, part of being prepared for that sport is getting stuff done at home and at school. You don't want things from school and your life at home to carry over and distract you from the sport you're playing. That's why you got to take care of things, make sure you're getting stuff done outside of basketball. For sure, for sure. Sport. All right, so what we kind of hinted at earlier, you are a basketball athlete. That is the sport, like that's your main sport. Um, what are some, like what kind of aspect of team sports or significant memories um, can you kind of just talk about? Um, like what are some like unforgettable memories that have, that you've experienced as your time as like being around a team and being a part of a culture or a fun group of guys? Um, I can remember like numerous nights of after practice, just staying late with, with the guys, you know, and just kind of bonding. We're, we're still playing basketball and getting work in, but it's also more about like building a brotherhood and, uh, I think going into this year, we're a little bit younger. And uh, I think with, with the time we've put in, uh, we've made up for that young age so far a little bit with um, a good like brotherhood. You know, we're kind of like a family. When you can lean on your teammates, that's really important. And I think a lot of my best memories <clears throat> and uh, a lot of my best times <clears throat> in basketball have came from just leaning on my brothers that are also on the team. Yeah, yeah for sure. I'd say, uh, like, once you're able to make that connection with people and, like, put your trust in someone else, and uh, that really can take your team and then, like, your f friendships to a whole new level because you can go out there and play with a bunch of guys you may not know that may have more talent and, you know, like, they're obviously you might have some success, but once you're able to, like, fully trust those guys and create like an unbreakable bond with them that can really take you to that next step. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about as student athletes ourselves, um, a lot of times you can kind of see different treatment and different ways people see student athletes. Some people are like major supporters um, of student athletes and those that are interested in sports, especially high school sports, understand like the dedication that it takes. And then there are others who, you know, may not fully understand and, you know, think athletes get preferential treatment or, you know, get more favors. And I mean, there's two sides to it where some people think they get benefits and some people think they may not get benefits that they don't deserve. You know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a different, lot of perceptions and stereotypes that can go around when it comes to student athletes. So the first part, um, what are your personal thoughts on the stereotype that, athletes student athletes are kind of just given things and you know get preferential treatment just because they simply represent the school uh and the school's athletic program um i i honestly like don't see any extra treatment that we get i think what comes from playing a sport is building relationships with a lot of people and a lot of coaches teachers 
Um, and, and when you have these relationships built, you know, it, it makes things better in the in school and after school. You have people to talk to, you have friends, you know, you have coaches to look up to, to ask questions if you need help. I don't see any like special treatment that we get. Like, I think it might be mistaken for relationships that we build with people. Yeah, I would, uh, I agree with that. I would say that when you are a student athlete, your schedule is definitely a lot different than that of a student who may, you know, have some sort of extracurricular activity, but then is able to go home and, you know, kind of just focus on school. Like that's their main priority is doing well in school, which would be, you know, a priority for everybody. Um, but maybe those who aren't athletes, you know, you have to take a different approach because there's times where you have a 500 word essay due on a Wednesday and it's Tuesday night and you're coming back from a North Medford away game or you're coming back from Eugene or a tournament in Salem. And there's some things that most students would be able to, you know, finish their editing, get their final draft done, but you're not really able to do that when you're on a bus with no internet or any service. So I think you have to be able to like communicate with your teacher uh, or whoever it may be that, you know, you get an extra day. And that may seem like preferential treatment, but at the same day, I feel like if it was an, you know, our, if it was our choice, especially like me personally, I would want to be able, you know, I would want to get that done. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think we want the preferential treatment and I don't even think that we're necessarily getting it, but I would say that we just kind of have to take a different approach um, in how we do our school due to our, you know, scheduling, what are you? Yeah, a lot of people who don't play sports, they don't really understand. Uh, I'm not saying it's like, oh, we're so amazing. I'm not trying to say that. I'm trying to say just from an outside perspective, it's hard to understand what you have to do as an athlete. So people may see these things and be like, oh, they're getting special treatment. But there's a lot more that goes to it, just like you were saying. Yeah, for sure. Um, There definitely are a lot of challenges uh, to being a student athlete. And the next thing I want to get into um, is COVID. I mean, we're kind of still, things are starting to, you know, look on the up, up and up. But uh, this past year, this past couple years, there was, you know, a lot of uncertainties, whether or not we we're going to have a season, what our season looked like. Um, so kind of take me through like your experience through COVID from when it started, because you were a freshman, um, when COVID started and we were just wrapping up our freshman year of basketball when it hit. And then obviously now it's still going on. Uh, we're now juniors in high school. So can of take me through your journey and experience through COVID and then um, like what you learned, what are some valuable lessons that you learned from that? Uh, okay. So yeah, freshman year when we, when it first kind of hit, you know, uh, wasn't as big of a deal then. Uh, I remember the first week that they were going to give us off of school because of it. Everyone was like, let's go, you know, no school. And we were going to go right into spring break. And that was even more no school. We So I, honestly, at first I was feeling pretty good about it. Like, well, I don't got to go to school. That's cool. And then, you know, that week passes, spring break passes. And, oh, we're not going to go to school for another month or so. I'm like, okay, that's actually awesome. You know, um, and then next thing you know, we can't finish out the year. We can't go back at all. That was kind of weird. And then uh, we learned that my sophomore year or the next year, um, it's going to be done online. 
And at, at first, I didn't really know how to feel about it because I didn't know how the online experience would be. But I think I can speak for a lot of people when I say it was kind of like a bad experience. Um, waking up every day, rolling out of bed, opening your laptop and joining a Zoom where you're not re learning very well, you're not connecting with people, you're not socializing, doing that day in and day out. It just kind of got repetitive. It got boring. It got it definitely got to some people's mental health, you know, and after going through a whole year of that, um, it was it was really exhausting, honestly. Um, and then I guess a positive thing I can take from that, though, is when we came back to school this year, uh, I was so much more grateful for it. Every day I was like grateful to wake up and go to school, see my friends, see my the teachers I know get in-person learning experience. It just, it made me a, a lot more grateful. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I would say that, you know, I went as a student myself, I went through that same thing. And, you know, a lot of those same things you shared with rolling out of bed, right onto a laptop, um, weren't able to make really any connections. But like you said, like there's a new, uh, like you get a new sense of life and like perspective. And so now that things are kind of returning to the normal, like we're in person now, we're able to connect with our friends, and, you know, hang out in school is pretty much normal now for the most part. Like you're able to appreciate it more in the moment and live more in the moment because you've been there where you're pretty much on your own, just trying to really get a sense of what you're trying to learn and the lessons that are being thrown at you. And I know a lot of us, like we had to learn new languages over a computer and you're not really getting to speak those languages when you're not really around anybody. And, you know, they're all, like you said, like there's a lot of adversity that you have to go through. So what was kind of your mental, like what were you thinking mentally in order to, when you're facing that adversity, how are you able to kind of get through it and push through and like keep telling yourself that like it's going to get better even at times when it seemed like this was going to be never ending? So for me, um, it kind of felt like, there was a lot less order, um, like a lot less things to go by to be like, okay, I need to do this here and, and this at that time and then finish out the night by doing this. Like it was harder to kind of stay on schedule, um, stay on task. But for me, uh, to get through that, I, I, I just tried to remember, like, I need to better myself. Like I can't just stop and quit improving. I still need to take the next step, continue to improve. Um, and that was hard to do. Like, like I said, there was no schedule. You just kind of all on your own. Um, and that's why coming back, uh, was, was really good for me. And I, I think a lot of people, um, but yeah, I just constantly, I, I knew I needed to, I, I knew I couldn't flatline. I knew I needed to continue to improve myself in all ways, not just sports. Yeah. So the one thing that, you know, I heard um, throughout a lot of what you're saying is, you know, like the mental aspect, it definitely plays a pretty major role in, um, you know, and how you're able to push through adversity and tough times and whether it's in the classroom, like your sports, no matter what it is, like your mental game needs to be better than your physical game, especially as an athlete, like your mental is just as important as taking care of your body. 
Um, so I want to talk about mental wellness. Um, I feel like that's something that has kind of been a trending topic lately, but also something that, you know, the limelight, I think, needs to be shed more on that. Um, especially for high school students, I feel like we have a lot of stress. And depending some people, you know, just put it out there, whether it's on social media or like they're very emotional and, you know, they're able to express their emotions well. But others, you know, they might hold them back, allow those emotions to build up, and they might get mixed feelings. So as student athletes, we have a lot on our t uh, we have a lot on our plate. So how are you able to, you know, handle stress? And what are some mental barriers as an athlete that, like we kind of said earlier, outside perspectives might not fully understand? Like what were some barriers you had to overcome? And how was your approach to that? Uh, so it definitely gets hard to wake up in the morning, you know, maybe go to a practice, go to school, practice right after school and then be like, okay, I still got to do my homework. Like that, that's, that's tough to deal with. That's something people might not understand from an outside perspective, but something that helps me get through that is knowing my destination and knowing my purpose. So I think to myself, well, I know this is hard, but I'm doing it for a reason. Um, and when I think of that, it gives me motivation to continue putting in the work. Um, I think I think that uh, also another thing that helps is is leaning on the the people you love, you know, like your teammates, your coaches, your family, uh, if, like talking to them, just getting some stuff off your chest. Uh, releasing some stress that's very helpful and with sports it, that it kind of makes that easier for you you got a whole team that you can talk to you got your coach like I said um, so I think knowing your goals knowing why you're doing knowing your purpose and also um, leaning on those that you love that's that's what helps me for sure yeah I mean absolutely that's what uh that's you know i think and if you have a clear mind then you're able to you know you're able to focus more on different things where if you're cluttered and if you're uh you know some people tend to overthink things you know so if your mind you know if your mind just seems kind of messy and you have a lot of loose thoughts and you're not really able to kind of focus on one task then maybe it's even necessary you know for you to just take a step back like take a break and just appreciate the moment like that you're in i mean we're young adults, but at the same time, you know, we're also kind of kids. And I think it's important to kind of just live in the moment and even enjoy the adversity. Like, obviously, there are things that aren't going to be fun. But, you know, if if, uh, if you're able to have the right mentality, you're able to get through pretty much any adversity that you want. And so I think, like, that plays a major part. And, you I mean, know, I like, I like, I like you said, enjoy the adversity. And when I think about that, I think about, like, when I'm struggling, I feel uncomfortable you can kind of take a step back and look at it like I'm pushing myself. That's good. You know, that's, that's how you enjoy the adversity. Understand that you are getting better. You're pushing, pushing yourself, making yourself uncomfortable so that you can take that next step, you know? Yeah, for sure. So the last thing we're going to get into here, um, the 21, 22, um, high school basketball season is approaching us. Um, NBA just started recently. So could you give us a little preview of what Roseburg High basketball is going to look like this year? 
and what can some of the fans um, in the community be expecting from the Roseburg High School basketball program? Uh, all right, so I already know we're going to play fast. We're going to play aggressive. It's going to be exciting for sure. Um, we, we've always been a smaller team, and because of that, we like to run the floor. We like to play fast. Um, and, and that makes for some exciting basketball. And I think that this year, if we, if our culture in basketball is where it needs to be, and we're all on the same page, I think we can have a really good season, uh, a really exciting one for sure. And one thing to mention, this is uh, Coach Jordan Humphreys. This will be his third year, if I'm correct, his third year um, as, you know, the head man of the program. And, you know, he's trying to get that culture shift, and I think we saw it. We've been able to see it a little bit over the last couple of years. Um, what have you seen? Obviously, you get an inside perspective. You're in that locker room. You're at these practices, these workouts. What have you kind of seen transformed over, you know, his course of time from taking over? I think I think uh, there's a lot of things. I can't get into everything, but one one big takeaway that I have is uh, we're we're trying to get our basketball players to work for themselves, put in the work for themselves. So what I mean by that is when we get to the gym and coach says, all right, time to run, because you know coach says that a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the players should be thinking, okay, it's time for me to get in shape, to condition myself. I need to be in shape so I can on the floor, you know, uh, not thinking, okay, oh, I have to run. I don't want to run. I have to do it, though, because coach said. You're not doing it because coach said. You're doing it to make yourself better. And that doesn't apply to just running. That's just an example. It applies to, you know, waking up in the morning, getting that extra time in. You're doing it so you can put yourself above others, not to, not to make yourself look good in front of the coach. And right, and I think that kind of goes back to what we said earlier about kind of enjoying that adversity and kind of just living through the moment in order to better yourself. Um, so that is going to do it. Um, Boston, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, there will be more production coming out of uh, the Orange R, you know, journalism program here at RHS, and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Once again, I am your host, Carter Stedman, and my producer is Andrew Schnautz.